0: This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. One note on the Advanced Selling Podcast this week, we're also taking our show on the road. On April 29th, we'll be at the Jazz Kitchen again in Indianapolis at 54th and College. If you would like to attend, it's $12 for lunch. You can go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash live. We've got two sections of that event. One is going to be personal motivation, how you can use leadership principles to inspire yourself. And the other is going to be a roadmap to revenue, how to improve your results in 2011.
1: Fan Selling Podcast. Everybody, greetings again. I'm Brian Neal. Bill Caskey here. We are here every Monday, taking care of you, trying to give you good ideas and new things. And it feels like we're doing a decent job. We're getting a lot of great feedback. We really, really appreciate that, and we, we need more of that. So if you could find us on LinkedIn, uh, Bill, Bill Caskey, Brian Neal, link to us there. You can follow us on Twitter, B Neal. I always forget. Are you B Caskey? Bill Caskey. Bill Caskey on on Twitter. But also the LinkedIn group, too. The LinkedIn group, the Advanced Selling Podcast group. We need to populate that, so tell all your friends. There's another thing. We've been trying to get to Australia, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and we've not talked about this yet. So I just got this thing this morning from this uh, LinkedIn group called the Center of Sales Excellence, which Mm -hmm. is a uh, a LinkedIn group that I belong to that's based in Australia. Really? And they're having a huge, big uh, powwow in 2011 in October. And I'm sure they have it every year and this looks like a great organization. These wow. two fellows named Bren Hughes and Ed Seaford. Bren Hughes and Ed Seaford. I want to invite myself to come be a speaker. Yeah, so Bren or Ed, these guys or if you're a part of this group and you're in Australia, the center for of sales excellence now of course center is spelled C E N T R E which I just absolutely love. You Australians are so smooth that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, organization in here is spelled with an S okay. instead of a Z. Good. I love it. So if anyone knows that group, we'd love to come to Australia and a lot of Oh people yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, just let us know. At least, at least let us know a couple weeks in advance. <laughs> <to get laughs> <Yeah>. to... <laughs> um, so I went uh, spring break, I went to Melbourne, Florida. I think I told you that. Right, and uh, we had some wet people were like, how was it? And I, I, weather doesn't bother me. We had some rain, that sort of thing. But you know what we had? It was right behind my my aunt's house. We stayed at my aunt's house. She has it lives in a really nice neighborhood, and there's a little tiny little lake behind her house and some wetlands. I know what you had, but I won't. I Th- won't. There was a forest fire. That's what I heard. The, this fire took off, and I've never been around one of these things. And and the wind was just howling. And these trees, these pine trees go up, like, out of nowhere. What was interesting about the thing is you start to learn in your family how people react to disasters. <laughs> and you know me. I tend to be pretty calm in all situations. So I was telling my wife, Jen, I'm like, hey, look, babe, there's an ember in my hair. Take a picture quick before it lights up. My aunt is, like, crying, sobbing. Her house is going to – and their kids are going to die because of all this stuff. But uh, if you've ever been – the people, I have a new affinity for people, like, in Australia or California or Florida that are around with forest fires. Spooky. It is yeah. scary, man. It goes up. Really, really quickly. So, and if when you're,
0: you if you doubt that you, if you think you have some control over that, you are no you have no way. control. Yeah,
1: we'll outrun it. Yeah, I just love people <laughs> yeah. that go and God, bless, you know, people that go and take pictures of the tsunami, or they go right. you know, stand at the fire, the at the foot of the fire, just makes it absolutely.
0: Just see the guy that tried to outrun I, the tsunami. I, I, I did. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, that was bad not bad
1: good, picture, so. bad video. Uh, okay, so today we are talking. We have a letter, right? Yeah, we have an email note,
0: which we are uh, we always encourage people to write to us. Uh, you can go to Ask Bill and Brian. That's Brian. With a y, Yep. Uh, dot com. Uh, here's a question from a listener in Australia. We'll call her Linda because that's her name. <laughs> she's been listening to our podcast. Just love it. Making my way through the archives. She made it to Christmas 2010 today, which was last week. So, so she's, she's not
1: going to hear this until Thanksgiving. of mother, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Finally, a fresh and interesting approach rather than a rehashed and overworked one. I have enjoyed discovering more about social media, blah, blah, blah. So my question is, can you advise how to reposition my inner game mm-hmm. on a recurring problem in my role? I won't say what company she works for, but she's in Australia. Uh, she's in the textile business. Yep. It's constantly shrinking. They're battling long delivery delays, below standard fabrics, color, quality, etc. My struggle is how to keep a positive and how to be positive and loyal to my employer when sometimes I'm feeling uncomfortable and uncertain about the future. Mm. The problem has impacted me on sales and I've tried everything I know, been in sales for 20 years, help, I need a positive take, fresh ideas, uh, in any word on a trip down under. So you might have just gotten that Linda. but that's a a great question. Great Uh, question. And it sort of falls in the, the, the framework of any time that you're representing a company that maybe isn't what it once was, or you're in a little downturn. Yeah, right. So it could be your manager, it could be shipping, it could be the product selection is not good. Yep. Whatever it is, you feel like the value you're representing has taken a step
1: backwards. Yeah, that's very, very good. And we know, so we want to give some feedback here to Linda and everyone listening. If you're in that scenario where you feel your company has taken a step back, or you're in, as Bill, you said in the prep, um, the oscillation or the ebb and flow, if you're in an ebb of delivery, service, product quality, uh, distribution, meaning a uh, number of SKUs you sell, whatever that is, uh, this would be for you. This is the place where how do I keep my inner game up when things that are internal to my company are in its way, yeah. as opposed yeah. to the market uh, being in the way of my I only company. wish I would have used the word oscillation. Yeah, well, I've been, I've been saving used, that one. So <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been, flow. I've been that's looking truly a notes. $2. Yeah, I like that oh, oscillation. Word. Now spell it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. So let's talk, as we always say, the root of the problem is in the thinking yes. first. So we're going to talk about this is really a thinking exercise, right? So we're going to give some perspective. And I'd like to give, as I teach my clients, and I have, we have clients that this comes up with oh, us yeah. too, right? company uh, we work with for a long time and someone says hey we're just not doing this or our delivery it's rare that it doesn't come up exactly so that's what we want to give you some perspective to help you so the first thing and bill and i we have a really cool perspective here because we each work with six to eight companies at one time Brooke and terry are the two partners do the same thing so we're we're exposed to 20 to 30 companies at once here's the shocking truth no company doesn't have these yeah. problems. No company doesn't have these problems. And everyone wants to think that they're the only one or that it's a lot worse in their shoes, and it's just not the case. It's just a very natural part of life and of yeah. business. It's, it's baked into the cake. And so that's a good check. If you're trying to reset your inner game, For it's one good thing to do is to sit back and go, you know what, everybody has something in their business. I've not yet worked with a company that's like, oh, shit, it's great. Perfect. Yeah. Everything's yeah. great. It's wonderful, right? Yeah. So that's number one. The second thing is, um, and I I was guilty of this, is is some people, a lot of salespeople I find when this is going on, they start to look for ways. uh, They look for it to change itself. And some people, unfortunately, start to think maybe this is my time to get out or exit. And the lesson here, the the thing to know is the grass is never greener. Grass is never greener. So be very careful. Uh, I've got a client just yesterday called me. And he switched industries, left a company. He's a great salesperson a great client of ours and kind of left suddenly. I didn't even expect it. He left and he's in a totally different industry. Left two weeks ago, called me yesterday and he says, hey, I'm struggling a little bit here. (laughs) Not that it's bad, but he went into a place where the sales philosophy is the old school sales philosophy. And he is doing it his way, our way. It's going to be a problem. And the president of the company and everyone around him just doesn't get it. And he's not a teacher of our content, he's a user and a doer. So he's he's trying to formulate how do I get how do I communicate this and teach people. So just be careful with that. When you when you leave things that look good and are dressed up on the outside, sometimes aren't always what you find when you get there on the inside mm-hmm. from an intergame standpoint.
0: That's great. I think that's uh, great that's advice. Important. I also think there's you know that we talk about uh, are you gonna talk about above the line later? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well um, there's an accountability line that we use where we say, you know, sometimes things are out of your control. There's nothing you can do about them. Sometimes there are some actions you can take. And so my question would be to Linda and to anybody else who feels this way is what can you do? Mm -hmm. And it's easy to say, well, nothing because it's all operations, but maybe there are some things you could do, whether it's Uh, publish an article about something that maybe maybe focuses on a good thing that you do or a problem that you solve. In other words, sometimes we can be preoccupied with the pain, but our customers really aren't. But because we bring that in our head to the sales call or the meeting, that we kind of make it we make it a problem when sometimes it's not. Not saying it's not yes. here in Linda's, but sometimes we have to think: What can we be accountable for? Can we
1: do anything to bring to bear any kind of improvement on the issue? Yes. Yeah. Don't be the one that participates in all of the negativity. And it's really hard when you're in it because you're probably in a sales team and all your peers. You sit around. You do the meeting after the sales meeting. Y'all go to lunch. You're like, man, they got their heads and their butts and da 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 yeah. da. This and that, and they don't know what they're talking about. And They don't understand and blah, 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 blah. And you perpetuate the negative. Don't be that person. Be the person that's the leader of the group that stops that. In all these pains, there's opportunity for something or someone. That's right. Don't know what it is. Be the one that's looking for that. That little rule you may have heard. If you go to your manager with a problem... One of the rules a lot of my clients have is you come to me with a problem, you also come with two ideas to fix it to make it better. Mm-hmm. So be careful not to dwell on that. Make sure that you're tactically going to bring problems. Uh,
0: and, and, and some of the things that are in this email really are skill issues. It's how do I, how do I keep uh, positive and loyal to my employer? Well, that is a skill Uh keeping positive. We might say, well, that's an attitude, but really it requires some action on your part. So therefore it has some kind of skill face to it. So whether it's uh, writing a new business plan for, for your territory, or maybe it's digging a lot deeper into your accounts to see how else you can help them. Okay. We're, we're not very good at this anymore, but I want to know how else can I help you? What else can I do to bring value to the, engagement that we have in the transaction and the relationship. And so just I, I think that, that maybe the advice there is dig deeper. Yeah, Don't right. look on the surface where all the crap is. Dig yeah. deeper down, and I
1: think you might find some ways you can be of value. Yeah. So here's another thing that I apply when I talk to my clients about this is we. you've heard us, if you listen to the podcast for 10 minutes even, you hear us talk about this idea of of, of Believing in abundance, right? And, Bill, you said something brilliant. You want to say it since you no, said I want to no, give you a ahead. Ahead. Bill said earlier, we usually think of abundance as territorial abundance, and it's really not about that. It's really about planetary abundance, and I'm going to enhance your idea and call it universal abundance because mm-hmm. it really goes beyond our planet. So that is the theory, the philosophy. If you're looking for territorial abundance, you're probably going to have to look a long way. Yeah. You're probably going to find that the textile business is mathematically down and struggling, those sorts of things. Here's the deal. Abundance and detachment apply internally in your company just like they apply externally to your customers. And so you've got to find a way to be detached from, here's the word, write this down, the corporate noise. I tell all of my clients, and if you last them, they would say, yes, yeah, Brian, talked to you about corporate noise. Corporate noise is all the stuff that we get that yeah. doesn't do anything to help us at all. And some of it is meaningful, but most of it is useless. And, in fact, I'd say beyond useless, most of it drags us down. So pay attention to the corporate noise that you're hearing and where you put it in your brain We've heard the the, the phrase, sometimes don't let someone else live rent free in your head. That's what this is the same concept here, right? You you can't let all this negativity or the excuses or whatever you want to call them stick around inside you. You got to let those things go and release them.
0: Yeah. Good. So I hope that helps if you're uh, in a situation like Linda is in where you're uh, just things aren't going well, recognize that everything is in an oscillation, an ebb and a flow, get your mind right and, and be accountable for doing something about the solution, and maybe then it takes your mind off some of those distractions. So there's no magic to it, but I think it does require a, a repositioning of your own self in your own mind and uh, allows you to go out and leave those distractions behind.
1: Yeah. And if you get to a point where it's time for you to look elsewhere, because you know, if you were in the uh, blacksmith business... A couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, you are probably out of business at this point. If you were selling typewriter ribbons, Mm -hmm. it would probably behoove you to get out of that business. So there's a time when that happens. And when it happens, apply the abundance to the job search and the next thing, too. It's the same sort of deal. It's good.
0: All right. One reminder, we're at uh, the Jazz Kitchen in Indianapolis Friday April the twenty ninth, two thousand eleven. So that's this Friday. If you're listening to this, the week it's released, uh, we have uh, a very special show for you. Uh, lunch is twelve dollars. If you haven't, if you're going to be in Indianapolis and haven't registered yet, go to advancedsellingpodcast.com dot com slash live. And uh, we're only, I think the limit is on uh, attendance is like 70 or 75. So by the time you get this, we may be sold out, but we may not be. So uh, see if you can make it over. We had a great time last year. We're going to do this a couple more times in the subsequent months. So uh, we had a good time. Very good. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.